0: Why it's not a big bad way of representing DJ Pressure? Felicia, Madcap, Felicia, Madcap, DJ Pressure, 10. DJ Pressure, everything hot. DJ Pressure, everything hot. Pressure, pressure, pressure. you DJ Pressure, everything hot. New music a play, non-stop when Pressure a play, exclusive a drop when Pressure a play, she a shell down that tee Can get more fire fireplace non-stop Madcap, turn up The workplace rock, madcap, turn up The workplace, Europe, 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 Europe Shake up the place, everybody wake Circle the black, wait for the snake Eagle a grip, when we see prayer Brawling in the night Army good day, AM, for the crown Before twice take fix them business Soul trans
1: Hey guys, it's your girl DJ pressure with Felicia's madcap podcast. We're making a difference can apply pressure as y'all can see I have a very special guest today. Mr. Gabe. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? I am great. It's such an honor to have you here on my Podcast today. So I, we're just going to take a little time out today just to get to know who you are as a social influencer and all the other different activities you may be involved in. So tell us a little bit about where you're from.
2: Okay, so I am from a very, very small town in South Georgia. Um, it is named Newton, Georgia.
0: Mm -hmm. That's where I'm
2: from. But I um, moved there right after high, I mean, moved outside of Newton to Albany, Georgia, and I became well-known in Albany, Georgia. So a lot of people think that I'm from Albany, but Mm -hmm. um, I just live in Albany. My mom and the family lives in Albany, but I'm from Newton, Georgia. But I'm very just familiar and known from Albany, Georgia.
1: Okay, so what do you love most about your town? Um, Do you spend a lot of time in Newton or Albany?
2: Um, Albany is where I spend all majority of my time. Um, so, New- oh, okay. I'm sorry.
1: No, I was just gonna say if you was to look back and, you know, say how you feel about Newton, how would you, you know, kind of characterize Newton for yourself?
2: Newton is um Newton takes me back to a dark space. Um, so I don't really like visiting Newton and I don't like um even riding through Newton. It's Newton's not far from Albany but um it takes me to a place where i don't really like going it reminds me of so much of not just personal issues that i've had growing up but it reminds me of um family issues it's it's just um it's just it's a small town so everybody knows everybody and everybody knows what everybody's going through or what they've been through so it's just not a good it's not a good place for me um, I'm just so glad and I'm blessed that I'm able to not even be down there because a lot of people don't even make it out of Newton.
1: Now having a personal one, one-on-one, you know, conversation, like I told you, you and I, we're going to talk like best friends today, right? right? So when we talk about going back to your hometown and it being that dark space, I'm going to be quite frankly with you, honest. Um, I'm from... I, I'm from Jackson, but I was raised in Ken. You get what I'm saying? So Kenton <laughs> is just like Newton to you for me. Right. And I spent a lot I, lately since my, my friend is in, in Kent, I've been spending a lot of time there. And today was one of those dark moments for me. I actually ran across my mom today and that's not a really good relationship. So the thing is, is that I can completely under, uh, understand where you're coming from and how that feels. So we're going to talk about a little bit about how you are overcome those feelings in just a second but um let's just talk about you know albany what does albany do, do for you albany
2: i'm very supported in albany i'm very well known and popular so albany is i don't have a lot of people say i guess because i'm not really f- technically from albany but i live here a lot of people you know would say oh well albany did." we know i didn't move but i have i have support here I have um uh, I don't have any issues living here and I like living here. You know what I'm saying? So Albany to me is my most supported and most um most at peace uh town that I'm in. It's it's Albany. So Albany is my place of happiness and I mean I, I mean they call it a good life city and I, I, I live a good life in Albany, so
1: I completely understand it. So what we're going to do is, I noticed that uh, some of our viewers have not tapped in yet. I'm going to give you another 30 seconds to be able to go back on social media and share the live so that your viewers can tap in as well. And I could repost in my group so we can make sure we grab the attention of all of the followers out there. So I'm going to give you another break. And we'll be. Can I just swipe out of here and share? Because I haven't shared it. Sure, you can go ahead. Um, We'll be right back, you guys. I leave well um, you can always click the link and get back in so you can do whatever you need to do yeah
0: vice not a big bad way represent DJ pressure Alicia smart, cap. Alicia smart cap DJ pressure DJ pressure everything hot DJ pressure everything hot pressure 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 DJ pressure everything hot New music, I play non-stop when. Pressure, I play exclusive, I when. Pressure, I play, she a shell down that tea can get my non-fire, blaze, play non-stop, madcap turn up. The workplace rock, madcap turn up. The workplace, hero, 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 hero. Shake up the place, yes. everybody wake up, circle the black. We feel the snake, eagle, Rape. a gray When we see prayer brawling in the night Army girl, day, PM for the crown. Draw. Before my skate, fix them business. Soul translate, every duty. ¡Suscríbete
1: this is your girl DJ Pressure and I have my special guest Gabe and I just want to thank all of you guys for tapping in this is such a special special moment because we actually get to know the other side of him you guys so let's talk about we talked about you being from Newton and um you know just feeling like you're living your lifestyle in Albany Georgia because you you have pretty much Uh, a family line or a bloodline that's not really blood you get what i'm saying like you created your own family in that town so tell me a little bit about the relationship with your original family
2: um so my my relationship with my original family is it's kind of rocky right now we're in a good um space everybody is um well um when it comes to my immediate family i've you know of course me and my mom have like a we have a really good relationship you know um and my stepdad we have a really good relationship and my my real father and my brothers and my sisters and my nieces and nephews we all are in a good space right now growing up it wasn't always like that you know when my mom and dad went through a divorce it put a very bad strain on me and my siblings um relationship because you know it was like it was a tug of war i was on my mom's side they was on my dad's side it was like shouldn't be a side you get them saying it should be a mutual thing so it caused a rift between our relationship with me and my siblings and you know for a long time i didn't even speak to my siblings we were we were a lot of people didn't even know that i had brothers and sisters and Uh um and it, it, it it had a lot to do with just the upbringing of our um being young and what our parents were going through it put a rift in between us as you know brothers and sisters but right now like i said everybody's grown and doing their own thing and we have good relationships with each other you know i love my nieces and nephews and everybody you know is on a one accord you know i don't know if we get together at a a family function if we all go to fighting but right now we're all in a good in a good space
1: well that's a blessing uh so when we talk about your parents how long did how long were they actually together
2: um my, my my mother and father were together um i could say about maybe six years Mm -hmm. six six or seven years together
1: okay so when we talk about your siblings how many siblings um do you have and what gender
2: okay so i have two um sisters and two brothers one of my sisters is older than me and one of my brothers is older than me i have a i'm the middle child and i have a younger brother and a younger sister
1: okay uh-huh. so do you feel accepted by your family um
2: now i do like i said we're in a good space now they you know i had to get to a point where i didn't really care what they how they felt about me and how i live my life mm-hmm. so um but now it's kind of like um we're 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 in okay space Space. They, they 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 mind their business when it comes to my lifestyle, but they also support me. And um, I think it had a lot to do when I went to prison. I felt like prison. They they stuck together and really just you know supported me throughout my whole time in prison.
1: So, okay. Well, um, we're gonna get to that. Um, I definitely want to save that for later because okay. that gets to like the core of who you are. And right. so when we talk about you know schools, you know what schools did you attend?
2: Um, I I first started going to school in Camilla, Georgia. Um, it was Mitchell County, and I had got into uh, where a teacher had hit me, and my mom like she didn't she didn't give that permission for the teacher to hit me, so I moved from the Camilla school system, which is like a nine minute um, nine minute ratio between Camilla and Newton. So Mm -hmm. when I um, left Camilla um, School System, which is Mitchell County School System, I went to Newton, which is Baker County School System. Mm -hmm. And I went to to school from, uh, I was there from fifth grade, all the way, no, fourth grade, all the way up to senior year high school I um, graduated.
1: Okay, so have you ever attended any colleges or anything? Oh, absolutely.
2: So when I was in um, high school, during my uh, junior year of high school, I attended Albany Technical College as well so i actually graduated college before i graduated high school so yeah i walked the college um i got a a certificate actually in event planning and hotel management and um i graduated that you know and if i would have furthered it if i would have went another year i would have had my associate's degree but Mm -hmm. i became um what you call certified in event planning and hotel management and i actually graduated um with the certificate diploma through um albany tech so it was actually two weeks before i graduated high school is when i walked the stage i had a cap and gown i received the certificate certification everything from you know albany tech mm-hmm. so um uh, and i did for, when, once i graduated high school i did continue to go back to school um for journalism broadcasting uh-huh. and that fell through i did not finish but um now i'm in school currently and a whole different field. Okay, tell yeah. us a little bit about that. So now I'm in school for. Um, I want to become. I want to have an associate in applied science and funeral service, mm-hmm. and I want to become a. a I want to become an embalmer, but it's like tied in together. It's because It's called a funeral director and embalmer. Uh-huh. But I just want to do the embalming and the backside of funeral service, not directing funerals, not doing. The service, but I just want to do like the embalming part of it and get, getting the body dressed and making it together.
1: You know, what? I, I'm finna ask you this right here. I hope Laquana ain't got nothing to do with you taking up there. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, Laquana has nothing. You know, actually, I was inspired by one of my really, really close
2: friends,
0: Shakana uh-huh.
2: Anderson. She opened up a funeral home. She's a reality TV star, uh, but she and a hairstylist, but she opened up her own funeral home and I just saw the the issues that she was running into with opening up her funeral home and I'm like, you know, it, it just it just I see how passionate she was about doing um opening up her funeral home and I was like, you mm-hmm. know, it started instilling that same passion into me. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I was I was happy that she instilled that into me because then I started like I was like, I never would have dreamed that I would want to be an embalmer, but I started studying it and looking at you know what her funeral director was doing i was like this is something that i want to do too
1: now you gotta have a real true gut to be able to embalm some deceased bodies
0: absolutely
1: you you think you're ready for that
2: um at first i wasn't but now you know watching and looking and studying the the embalming process i'm like you know it's not that bad it's Uh you you got to overcome your fears but it's really really not even I
1: don't think my fear will be embalming the body my fear will be just dealing with a deceased body like I don't you know they say weird stuff happened in the morgues or either in the funeral home you know what I'm saying so they like the body is still reacting to things like after a couple of hours you may see some legs falling off the table, some eyes opening or something. I don't know, but well,
2: hopefully I haven't
1: even experienced that or seen anybody
2: experience that at this moment. But I hope that it never happens because then I might, you know what I'm saying, change my <laughs> mind. But at this moment, no, it's not it's not an issue at this moment.
1: Right. Okay. So tell me something that you really want people to understand and know about you.
2: I want people to understand and know that I'm also a human, a human being. You know a lot of people see me on social media and think that i'm just you know a certain type of way but i have feelings and i have um i have emotions that i go through and everything that you see on social media sometimes like literally sometimes that you'll see somebody that you think is happy and jolly they may be going through some of the worst things they've ever been through in life and that's what i was doing so um when people started following me, especially during COVID-19, it was like during that 2020 year Mm
0: -hmm. is when I
2: really started, you know, going viral. People was noticing how happy and excited I was and how I could keep people laughing during lockup, you know, when we were all locked down. And people don't even know that I was fighting for my freedom that whole time. I fought for my freedom for five years. So I was able to put up a smoke screen where people wouldn't even know that that was one of my darkest moments in my life was, with mm-hmm. them years that I was fighting for my freedom, and you would never know it. So I want people to really understand that sometimes when you see a person so happy and jolly, just send them a a, a nice message or send them a um, you know, a little happy text or something, just because you just never know what people are going through. Right. And I want people to really understand that about me that I may look happy and I may and right now I am I am in very very good space, but you know. I just want people to understand that sometimes i go through things and i have feelings and i have emotions that i go through so you just have to just continue to uplift me pray for me i, I don't i always tell people pray for me pray for me pray for me if you especially if you believe in god now don't 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 pray negative things on me right but pray for me and just know that i am just trying to make it just like everyone else because it's, it gets hard out here sometimes
1: so let's talk about and I, I love that message because you're so right you know if people look at me and judge me all the time they think oh because she's looking so good in the outfit they don't understand that's the outer appearance yeah, right what's going on in here it doesn't mean i'm a bad person and it exactly. doesn't mean that i'm a mental person it means i'm human you get Amen. what i'm saying you people people don't get that that but when we talk about why you went viral tell us why you went viral how did you become social media famous
2: okay so I have been doing videos for a long time um I started in 2018 and that's when I was still working at a you know working a job in 2020 it actually went to the point where I started becoming monetized on my social media but my very first viral video was I was playing and I was doing a little you know video just because everybody was hopping on a trend it was give me you by shana wilson you know that song yes. give me you everything else can wait so with um, me playing around the video i was like you know i had an attitude in the video and i was like singing off key and just being funny and it went super viral and she saw it and she reposted me so when she reposted my video i started gaining you know tens and thousands of followers and then uh, i just kept on putting out content keep kept on staying consistent with my work and me being funny with people, I started getting noticed more and more and more. And you know, that's when I started meeting different people like Kayla Nicole. She was one of the first big influencers that I met. You know, she's a YouTube star. Yes. And she's she's young and, you know, we're she's like a millionaire and I, I always I said I always looked up to you watching you and stuff. And for you now to be one of my close friends it's just it's kind of mind boggling because it was, is. Not only do I look at you as a friend, but you are also an inspiration to me. So uh, she would repost my content from time to time. Then I would I got introduced to Shakana, which is a really, really close friend of mine. Yes. She was, you know, in the TV field and background and stuff. So she would repost my content. Then I started tapping into stand-up comedy and I started doing shows and it introduced me to a lot more people. And then during that whole whole time, that I was doing all that, I had a really big page. I had up to 700,000 followers and I lost it because I had got flagged or reported or something. I lost my page. So it took me back down to, I was like, you know, but I always said, whatever whatever's for me is for me. Mm -hmm. And if I lose my page today, I can make another one tomorrow and people are going to still can, you know, graduate graduate to me because of the simple fact that I
1: am who I am and people love me. People don't understand that what you just said is so real. Like uh, nowadays, everything is so numbers based. Right. And do you know how many times I've been disrespected off of numbers? And people say, well, how many followers you got? How many this? How many that? Let me tell you something. I've been doing this for a long time. I had thousands of followers on my first page i'm talking about over twenty thousand followers on my first page i got hacked and i had to start all over again not only that my instagram was connected i couldn't prove who i was well let's just say this i gave them my id they didn't take it So to me, I felt like I couldn't prove who I was. You get what I'm saying? So you have to start a new page. People don't understand that's a hurtful feeling to work so hard to get to the top and get knocked back down. But like you said, what's for you is for you. Now God is working in ways that my numbers are constantly uh, climbing, but also that respect that people uh, that I thought that would that you thought that you would lose because of numbers right god will give it back you get what i'm Amen. saying because those very people that looked at you and was like where are your numbers at when they see your numbers incline and then they start to reach back out and you like where are your numbers at <laughs> you know like who are you talking to you know now you want to hop on the big wagon because you see me working with other people but right moving on to the positive okay so just make sure whatever y'all do protect your accounts especially if you're a content creator and you're getting paid through social media make sure uh you use the meta and all that kind of stuff to to keep yourself verified um now when we talk about this auto uh alter ego that you have what's her name
2: i call her gabby
1: and tell us a little bit about Gabby. So um Gabby is mm-hmm. is my homegirl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gabby is
2: who I feel like um that I can be whoever I like I turn into Gabby and I'm just a whole different person. I'm free, I'm happy, I'm just I mean, cause honestly, I'm I have built up this wall when I become Gabby that a bitch can't tell me that I'm not, I'm sorry if I'm cussing too and offend people or whatever, but a bitch can't tell me that I'm not cute. You know what I'm saying? Like when you have confidence out the the roof, like I'm cute with or without a wig or cute with with or without makeup on. And I always tell people like, you should never allow a person to speak over your life or ever tell a person how to feel. So when I put on Gabby and when I turn into Gabby, I'm happy. I'm free. And I, and I, I'm just, that's my ego. And that's my persona. That's my, like, that's just somebody that can just be free. And that's what I like to do when I turn into Gabby. And I don't do Gabby often because Gabby's a lot of work to keep up with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she Gabby don't, like wear, it too. Gabby don't wear cheap wigs. <laughs> Gabby's hair and makeup is going to look really, really good. And Gabby's going to look cute. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a lot to maintain
1: gabby so gabby comes in and out you know what i'm saying so tell me a little bit about the type of love that gabby gets when she out in the street well you know what
2: gabby don't really go out in the streets when she's when she's on and popping or whatever it's for strictly for content and you know doing what she has to do to get where she has to go you know what i'm saying right (laughs) so gabby don't really make it to the streets like that but and then when people see Gabe, they're like, oh, God, where's Gabby? Why, why why you ain't got the wig on? But I'm like, baby, it's a lot to maintain Gabby because Gabby is not a cheap bitch. You know what I'm okay. saying? So uh, she don't really make it to the streets like that. You know, she may make it to some exclusive content that you got to pay for, but she don't make it to the streets. If you know what I mean.
1: I, I get, I get what you mean. So let's talk a little bit about your personal experience with being in prison. Tell me a little bit about how did you encounter such a situation and what was the situation?
2: Okay. So, um, many years ago, which was in 2018, um, I was living a fast life. And what I mean by fast life is I was working a job and I was like, this is not enough money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm one of them people. Like I like to go out to eat. I like to buy shit and I like to look good. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I gotta do something else so i started to um i i, I, I was what you call um a hustler
0: mm-hmm.
2: and i was like anything i gotta do to make some money i'm gonna make some money whether it be legal or illegal so i started tapping into things that would probably was not the right thing to do but the money was so good i said you know if this money is so wrong i don't want to be right you know what i'm saying? <laughs> So I started doing things and making money. I was what you call like a driver or a hauler or whatever. I would go mm-hmm. one place and you know pick something up and go take it to another place, allegedly, because I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? I but anyway. Allegedly, I, that's right. Let's keep it that way. I um I started making really, really good money doing things and I was like it it started taking over my life. Like I was like I had become to the point where I was like I I I enjoy doing it. And it was like not good that I enjoyed doing it. I had became like, I was like, girl, whatever. Come on, let's who gives a f-? like I was one of them people like, who cares? You know, that was like, What it is this or whatever? I'm like, girl, get you, I don't need you around because I feel like that's negative energy. You know what right. I'm saying? The whole time the whole thing was not right. You get what I'm
1: saying? So I want to kind of tap into what you're saying so people can understand. When you're doing something that helps like bring that "Mm" to your life, you don't want nobody in your ear telling you the right thing when you're doing the wrong thing. And that wrong thing feels so good. Because at this point, I'm either going to think you're hating on me or eventually I'm going to end up running into this situation because you're. it's like we got to be careful of the stuff we say. And even exactly. if you say the right thing to people, it still can be the wrong thing because you be like, you better stop or you go to jail. Well, you right. might be trying to encourage me, but you put it in the air. So now at this point, I'm facing possible jail time because you put it in the air. So uh the thing is, is that when people are doing things and they know that it could bring some type of trouble, or whatnot there's a way to do things and a way to say things to make people understand where you're coming from i know gabe is going to be right back in y'all there's always some type of technical issue when you run into those cell phones but we're going to give you guys a quick quick break do not leave us well there, there he goes okay girl i am so sorry <laughs> you know what i put my phone on do not disturb, and this shit still wrong i'm like how the fuck what am i doing wrong <laughs> that's how it is with the samples I know what time it is we weren't gonna leave without you, we ain't so continue without like you. See, this is some unprofessional bullshit right here oh no we good we're good listen so go on with your story so you was doing some things you was enjoying it and
2: so like you said when you, when people start telling you this is wrong I start feeling like either you hating on me or you trying to set me up so I didn't have no friends you know what I'm saying I just I was trying to keep everybody out my game room or out my business and the whole time the feds and the and the police and everybody was in my business because I was moving so reckless you know I, I was at a point where I, I got so comfortable that I just had you know everybody was in my business really like especially when it comes to law enforcement so I had got gave, gave away that lifestyle in 2020 so I like I said that was in 2018 when I started doing that so 2020 I was like you know whatever i'm making money now on my social media i don't have to do that stuff I, I was making really really good money so um 2021 came i get a knock on my door and it was the police and they was like you have a warrant for your arrest and I'm like, no no i don't i ain't did nothing but it was stemming from uh, a conspiracy charge that i got i did not get caught red-handed with anything i was charged with conspiracy they could not prove that i was doing anything but they saw why transactions and money being deposited into my account and they made their own scenario up how i was getting why i was getting the money and what i was doing and it, mm-hmm. it was it's not fair you know what i'm saying but i honestly don't like conspiracy charges i just feel like that's just you know what i'm saying like they could put a conspiracy charge on you and put anything on you they could say that i was you know moving bricks and all kind of stuff that i know that i wasn't doing you get what i'm saying so right. it, and it's hard trying to be a conspiracy charge it, it, you just gotta know what you're doing so uh when i caught my charge you know i i just it was a it was tough for me because it was hard trying to you know when they have surveillance videos of your car at this place and then they have a try wire transaction of this amount of money and then they just put together oh this is what you did to do that you know what i'm saying Mm
1: -hmm. so it's kind
2: of hard especially when they have their when the story's already made up i mean that's
1: pretty much how it is i mean i've i've always had a passion for law myself and i watch how they do a lot of things and only thing it is the reason why they was able to catch up with you was the paper trail right had they had no paper trail it would have been game, baby. Hey, <laughs> That's <man>. all. I- <laughs> That's what I said. If I would have
2: known, that money would have been cash money, and I would have put it somewhere. I or prepaid. Damn banks and shit. Listen, they about to get me for encouraging people prepaid. <laughs> uh, uh, let me tell you though. Let me honestly want to say this before the people: there is never no amount of money. There's never no no crime is worth your freedom. Now looking back at it that money that i was making that i was you know ex- happy with it was not worth me losing my freedom and me putting my family and my friends in an embarrassing situation where they had to go online and just because i was a viral and i was everybody knew me and they had to go on there and just explain to the people which they didn't have to but they wanted to explain to the people why what, what i was going through because i didn't let the world know it until you know after i came home and so it it's just it hurts me that I put myself not only myself but my family. I don't I'm not one of the type of person to blame other people for my actions. I was wrong. I was the one making my decisions and I was the one putting myself in that position. And I hate that I had to involve my friends and family who truly love me, who really love what, seeing me. And I'm kind of getting um emotional you know, about so? it. But I do like I want them to know like my family that I that I'm so sorry for putting them in that kind of position. And I would never do that again. I would never put my friends, family, or loved ones in a position to see me um,
1: lose oh, you my you about finger. to make me cry. I'm Don't sorry. I,
0: yeah, I talk because about
1: Listen, I told you we we girlfriend and boyfriend today. We friends today, okay? So meaning like we have a real conversation. right And when people come on my podcast and they truly let their guard down and they allow me to get to know who they are, I want you to also know who DJ Pressure is. You get what I'm saying? I understand completely how you feel and never feel like if uh, there's a day that you and I are having a conversation about anything that's going on in your life, you're not alone.
0: Right? You're
1: not being judged. I don't care what comments is made or whatnot. You're You can be yourself and be accepted right. for who you are and you will not be judged. Because let me tell you something, baby, you're not the only one in this world. You, you talking to a single mother that have made decisions that have caused, you know, um, repercussions that could have affected my entire family. Not, right. not, I'm not talking about cousins, mamas, aunties, and all that. I'm talking about my kids. Your children, you know right? Me? Because they got to eat.
2: we right. we being
1: real right here. We being real. We got to eat. And also, like you said, I like to shop. I like nice things. I like, you get what I'm saying? We're going to be real for a moment. Right. In this world, you're not going to get what you need by sitting back and letting the system do you any kind of way. Right. You gotta be a go-getter, a risk taker. You gotta be somebody who don't mind putting your life at risk. Amen. And when and once you get caught up, it's a hurtful feeling. Yes. But you, you need people to understand. Look, I'm just trying to live like you. Right. I don't know how you got it, but I know how I can get it.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. The
1: best way that I can get it. Not trying to hurt nobody, I'm just trying to survive. Right. So, I mean, men at the end of the day, it's real life. Right. So, and I wanted to go back and address one of these comments. Um, Miss taybug Lewis.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is a statement she made about us. It kind of stuck with me because those words right there little do she know or he know i don't know because take it go it's a universal name you know but my thing is is that um that that could go a long way that encouragement right there can go a long way because y'all right. never know what we're dealing with on a daily basis. Right. y'all don't know how much work it takes to continue to fight, to be in the eye of social media and try to be human at the same time. We get judged for everything we post, everything we do. We're under a microscope and sometimes it's not fair, but it's not fair to be the chosen one neither. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. I appreciate I appreciate the, the positive words. Uh, Me too, I
2: appreciate it too, thank you.
1: And you got so much love and support on here. I wanna uh, let everyone know that's on here. Um, we love y'all. We thank y'all for being on here. Um, if you guys could just share, 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 and continue to support. Um, we need it. You know, there's right. not a day that goes by where we can say, I don't need it. We need it. And the purpose of this interview, um, I want to make sure you see that comment. And y'all are I tell my husband about y'all every day. <laughs> uh never let anyone take your smile it's hard to be in the spotlight thank you it is so it very is it, it is and
2: so it's, i'm sorry to cut you off but no, it's, a, it's a gift and a curse for me um because social media has has its moments where i feel like it's so judgmental and but it's also very rewarding mm-hmm. it's so rewarding with with being on social media because i have been noticed about so many people that I would never even dream would even know me, you know what I'm saying? Like, just last week, one of my favorite, he was my favorite rapper, and then he turned into a movie star, Snoop Dogg, you know what I'm saying? To be posted Mm -hmm. on his page, it really kind of like, it's like, damn, I used to love listening to Drop It Like It's Hot, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) To know that he's seen me and posted me and my friend on his page, it just, it took me to like, back back in the day i'm like you know back day back then when i was younger i could have been like you know listen to his song and i'm like now i'm like getting posted on his page and he's watching and seeing me it's just it's a it's mind-boggling so i don't like to let the negative of social media outweigh the good that social media has done for me because social media and getting on here and doing what i do and making my content has opened so many doors for me even even what i'm working on now that people don't know about it's just so rewarding that I was able to just be myself on in front of a camera, and now my life has been just just drastically changing. So there's a lot of good in social media as well as bad, but
1: I try not to even let the
2: the bad outweigh what the good has doing for me and has done for
1: me. Amen to that. Now you know the obvious is that you're a white guy. I'm a black girl. And you know how the world treats that when it comes to color. Tell me a little bit about how you feel about racism.
2: Okay, so a lot of people don't know this, but I am Hispanic and Caucasian. So my father is a full-blooded, full-blown Hispanic, born and raised in Edinburgh, Texas. My mother is a Caucasian woman. And they had me, which if you look at me and look at my dad and my, my siblings, I'm blonde hair, um, hazel eyes, and they are brown, like almost black hair, black eyes. Like it's just uh like when I stand in pictures next to them, you know, a lot of people are like, you're not you know, you're not Hispanic or you're not, you know, you you can't be, you get what I'm saying? but um a lot of people don't know that about me that i'm you know biracial i'm half hispanic half caucasian but when my mother and father divorced my mother married a, a black man african american man and i was very young at that time i was six years old when you know they married and i grew up with his children and they were my stepbrothers and sisters that i that i looked at real brothers and sisters and then i went to his church which mount airy baptist church in newton georgia and I grew up. I was on the choir singing. I was the only white person on the choir, but I was singing, "One more time, one more time." Ooh. Like I would get up there and sing. And I was raised um, in the church with them. Uh, and then I went to school with all, uh, and I, everybody looked at me as a younger brother. Like we didn't, ha- we didn't see. I don't see color, and I don't see race you know what i'm saying like when it comes to me i don't i I love each and everybody the same like my stepfather's mom okay so that was my mom's first husband she married a um a black man she divorced him and now she's married to another black man and mm-hmm. this you know he's my stepdad but i i love him just as much as my real dad because he is also he's also he's hard like he's you know he's retired from the navy but he is so like he cares for my mama's children just like he does his own children and i love him to death i love his mom i call his mom my grandma she calls me her grandson you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we are so like we don't see a color or um a race like you know what i'm saying especially down here where i'm from you know and it's so hard dealing with that because i know the social media and the world right now is it's just bad race battle all the time but I try to stay neutral and out of it because I don't experience that. And I don't like the show, you know, I don't have that, that issue and people around me don't have that issue. We all just look at each other as friends and family. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to racism, I do. And I did not see, I I mean, I knew racism existed. Right. I know that racism is, I mean, it's, it's very real, but I didn't even notice how bad racism was until I went to prison. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I watch African American men be treated worse by the guards and and stuff because of their race. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I watched a white prison guard break a black guy's arm in a door. You know what I'm saying? He slammed the door in his arm like the more the black men and the well the African American men, they were they experienced more brutal or a harsher punishment. Than a white person, or if I would and like, if I go and skip the line in in prison, like they'll be like, you get back to the end of the line. But if you're a black man and you skip the line in prison, or you go, you know what I'm saying, they'll throw you on the ground, punch you, kick you. No, it's it's just it's. I didn't notice how bad racism was until I went to prison because I'm like, damn, it's really hard out there for for black men. You know what I'm saying? um And I see it all the time, so it it was a lot. You know what I'm saying?
1: I want to acknowledge Michelle's comment. She said it's something about them stepfathers that come through and take care of a seed that he didn't create. I love it. And you know what? Um, I'm still praying for that for my kids, really, to be honest. Um, I've been divorced for years now. And, you know, it is something about the real men that step up to the plate and do not care about color, DNA, none of that. You know that that shows like real men character to me. But what I do want to talk about, and I appreciate you so much about bringing up, is that what uh, men face in prison. You know, even um, through color, you know the different type of treatments. Can you tell me something? Um, what was your worst experience in prison?
2: My worst experience in prison was one one night. I was asleep. I was in a like dead asleep. You know. And I felt something weighing on my chest like a um it felt like a like just pounds on top of me and um in that moment, I was in a bad dream actually, and I felt like i was um i was i was buried alive i was, in the moment I was buried alive in the dream, and they had just put the the slab um on me, and it felt like I was laying there and it felt so real and when I opened my eyes, there was a white heavy set man on top of me. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then I, I I, was like, I was trying to grasp on what was happening. He was pulling my clothes down and he was like, he was trying to take advantage of me.
1: Mm.
2: And I started kicking and, and fighting back and I started screaming. And I, I was able to wake the whole dorm up cause I just was like, I was not going for it. And I used my tablet cause in prison, we had an inmate tablet, which is like a little iPad. We play games and listen to music on. I used it as a weapon to defend myself. And I, this man was so overpowering and over, like he was so much bigger than me that um, I knew I was not gonna be able to beat this man. But by the grace of God, I had so many other inmates who defended me in that moment. And they they made, they they beat the man up, the other inmate up, they beat him up. And then they made him pack his stuff up and leave the dorm that we were sleeping in. Like they made him, he went to another pod. right? Like he, they were like, "We are not having this." You know what I'm saying? So I was like, so thankful that I was able to leave out of there and not be, you know, assaulted that way. And uh, and I just thank all them other. I know like one of the men that were really, you know, there for me. I just thank him. I still even communicate with him because he really helped me. You know, that night could have been, it could have took a way worse turn, but
1: you know what? And um, being real with you, I think God, God covered you, you know, because just because we act a certain way or look a certain way, does not mean we deserve to be treated a certain way. Right. And um, I'm so glad that you had, uh, really what you have to pay attention to is that because of your relationship with God, you were being uh, warned spiritually through your dream. It was a bad dream. Right. But but God was letting you know that you're about to face a bad situation. Right. So you being tapped in with God spiritually awoke you for what you are about to tap into in 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 this in this world. So right. and I'm I'm gonna tell you something about my experience, something I never really told a lot of people. I was asleep one day, and um, I was I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was dealing with a a, a guy that was stalking me. And I was going to work, didn't know that he followed me from work one night. And um, he busted my car window out when um, I went into my apartment. So I ended up having to park my car somewhere else um, so he would think I wasn't home and walk home. So one day I was asleep. And there's something about being tapped in with God. I was asleep and I woke up. I saw my angel in the hallway. He was a black guy and all white. Never thought I'd see my angel a day in my life. I was so in peace, I went back to sleep. I woke back up to a man standing over me, breathing and mad because I didn't wanna be his woman. Beat me in my apartment, broke my rib. I couldn't walk for six months. Thank God my kids were in Mississippi. I ran. Half naked, like half dressed, from my apartment to the corner store, asking somebody to call nine one one, and then they tell me uh, that guy was known for uh, to be a part of one one of the most dangerous families in Oklahoma. You get what I'm saying? And I never even told too many people because I was embarrassed about my story. You know, like right. like how do you let somebody? break into your apartment, stand over you and you not hear nothing. Well, when you work a night shift and you sleep heavy, but we gotta be thankful that we have a God because I could have been dead. You hear me? When I tried to grab a knife and stab him to get out of my apartment, he turned the knife back and stabbed me in my hand. When I tell you I was afraid, but I couldn't show that I was afraid. Right. I understand how you felt. So when we talk about um you know who you are as a person and, and you know how when did you actually get uh did from prison?
2: I got released from prison last year, March 21st, 2023. That's when I hang on for prison last year.
1: So It'd coming be, back
2: it it to be one year.
1: Coming back into society, how how was the adjustment for you?
2: um the adjustment was so easy and so smooth for me because when i i actually only spent six months in real prison you know i'm saying like a real confined you know chain link fence barbed wire fence or whatever you call it um and then you know the rest of my time i spent in a halfway house in panama city beach florida so in the halfway house that i was in was very relaxed I worked at uh, Popeye's chicken in Panama city beach. Um, so I was able to leave the halfway house and I would work long hours because I didn't want to go back until it was time to go to sleep.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
2: would work, I would work many, many hours. Cause they allowed you to work as much hours that you want. So the transition was very, very smooth for me because when I came home, I only came home to a car. You know what I'm saying? Like I still had my car. I had a 20, uh 2024 fusion when i went to prison i came home that's all i had was my car and i stayed and i lived with my mama and when i came home from prison, i went straight to my mama's house i didn't have much money to my name and i um i said you know what i'm not gonna be a statistic i'm not gonna allow this the prison my prison experience to overcome me so i worked and i you know started back on my social media stuff a lot of people didn't even know that when i first came home i was in a very dark Dark space. I was like, God, what am I gonna do now? You know, because I was like, you know, I haven't been on social media. People are gonna remember me. So my social media started taking back off again last year. I'm mm-hmm. like, a lot of people started. I, so I made a new page, and it's growing and growing and growing. And now I'm back to the point where I'm able to make money off my social media, and I'm I, I have my car. I got a brand new car. I drive a Dodge Challenger. Um, I got my apartment. My you know, God has blessed me with all my apartment is furnished with, with nice things. Um, I don't, I mean, I pay my bills. They're, they're paid on time. I don't struggle. And I just thank God and I pray that he keeps on keeping me to a point where I don't have to um, struggle or worry. But right now he has really and truly blessed me and I can, i only give him all the honor, the praise and the glory, because if it wasn't for him, I would not be here where I am now. And I thank God and I and I just pray that God continues to watch over me, continue to guide me. That's why I tell people all the time when I do my funny skits and I make jokes and laugh, I tell God all the time, I say God, thank you. God, I, I cuz when I when I was in prison, I feel like I lost my sense of humor.
1: Like mm-hmm. I felt like
2: I was so, you know, serious serious. And, and now that I'm at home now and, and I've let that guard down, I'm back to doing what I was doing before I went to prison. And I just say, God, every day I, I tell God, thank you before I go to bed and every day when I wake up in the morning, because it's a blessing just to wake up because I couldn't, you know, a lot of people don't even make it out of prison. You know what I'm saying? They either commit suicide or they're, they're killed in prison. And I And I made it. I was like, God, if I can make it through prison, I can make it through anything. So I'm in a moment in my life right now where Anything that comes up against me, I just feel like it's God's gonna just throw it away. You know, like anything that God, that the devil sends to distract me or sends to try to hurt me, I believe mm-hmm. that God has true divine protection over my life that it's not gonna uh, prevail and it's not gonna fulfill whatever the purpose is that the enemy thinks that he's gonna do. So right. I just, I just continue to keep myself grounded. I just pray. I just, I know the way that things are going right now in my life. That a lot of things are going to come up against me to try to hurt me and try to destroy me and guess what i say i say god continue to protect me continue to shield and place your covering blood over me because i know the enemy's coming and i know he's going to come strong for because what you're doing for me and the enemy does not like that when he see, when the enemy sees that you're doing good he's going to try everything that he can to try to hurt you and destroy you but you have to be strong enough to not let now allow not allow that to happen you tell the enemy. You said you tell the devil. The enemy. I call the enemy the devil. Same thing. I said you go back to the piece of hell where you come from because it's not gonna happen over here. I'm. Pretending- you definitely.
1: You definitely have to be able to talk against the enemy. You get what say, and let them know I'm not gonna let you. I had to have one of those talk conversations actually before the interview. You know, like I said, I ran into my mom and I had to say, you know. I, I know you tried to distract me. I know you tried right. to discourage me, but I'm not going to let you win today. You hear me? You have um, to be like that. I'm so happy. I'm sorry.
2: That I, I, I saw you crying. I'm sorry I didn't say, I'm, you know, I want to just say, I hope I'm not, you know, if whatever you're in your mind, I'll just pray that it ain't bad, you know, but I do, um, I do appreciate even coming up here and talking to you. Cause it's, it's been a, it's been therapeutic for me I love to talk people say I'm long-winded but I love to talk and I like to, it's, it tell my story I like to tell people you know what I've been through and how I've overcome the situations I'm not where I want to be but I thank God where I'm in, where I'm at now you know what I'm saying I want to be much more bigger and everything but I know that it's all in his timing and what he has for me so it's gonna come just the same like with you you know if, in this moment you might want to be your podcast you might want it to be bigger and across syndicated radio stations, but it's all about timing. And one day you're going to be. You got to keep the faith and keep going because I'm telling you, as long as okay, you, you have got to,
1: several, mommy. <laughs> I, I,
2: I just want <laughs> you to know that, you know, in this moment you might want to be bigger with your podcast or wh- what you're going. And it's going to happen. You got to trust God's timing because at the end of the day, we all have a purpose and why we're here. You know what I'm saying? Your purpose. You might not know your purpose at this moment, but in the end, you will. Whatever God's purpose is for you, you're going. You, and I asked God too. I said, God, whatever my purpose is, or whatever you had planned for me, show me. You know, make my vision clear so that I can see it. And that's what you oh, have. One no, second, game. You got me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just want you to know that you're that you are a great person, and I and I love what you're doing. You're you're very professional you're very humble and I pray and I and I just ask that God you know gives you many blessings when it comes to your podcast because like I said this has been therapeutic I feel like I'm talking to just a you know like a friend you know what I'm saying and you got to continue to just believe that your podcast is going to go and if anything that I could do to help you or anything that I could do to spread the word about you and your podcast I willing to do it you know what I'm saying because I was at a point like you were You know i would want to do things and some people wouldn't even open it to it but now i am you know what i'm saying now they are and i just pray that you get to that that's that place and i pray that you're able to do this full time because it looks like you have a passion in for it and it looks like this is what you like doing so i pray that you can do it full time and that it supplies all the things that you need and all the areas in life that you need financially spiritually you know um and i pray that it puts you in a good headspace and I pray that you keep doing it because this is good that you, what you're
0: doing.
1: You reversed it on me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so
2: sorry. Listen, people say that I'm long-winded, but I I just feel, I mean, I just try to just, I try to speak life over people because like I said, I've been through, I, w- I was in prison. You know what I'm saying? And, and to me, prison was like the bottom for me. You know what I'm saying? I just feel yeah. like I'm stripped of everything. So I don't allow that to, Take control over my life. I take responsibility. I take accountability for my actions. And I said, God, what I want to do, I want to be able to spread your word and tell people that how good you were to me with protecting me. And then when I come home and how you're going to keep on protecting me, I want people to feel that same way. Whatever you're going through, whatever situation that you're dealing with, you will overcome it. You will get past it. And whatever you put your mind to, you're going to succeed in whatever that you do i pray that god gives you whatever your heart desires that man that you want to to love you and love your children just as much i pray that you get that i pray that your podcast is loved by so many people in the world that it reaches millions of people you speak over it you look up in the mirror every morning and say god i'm gonna find that husband you're gonna send me that husband and god you're gonna make my podcast be broadcasted to millions and millions of people And I thank you for inviting me on here. I thank you for reaching out to me.
1: You, let me tell you something. I had to throw the tissue at you. You know how they be at church and they be like, preach, pastor, preach. Right,
0: (laughs) Right, Okay.
1: (laughs) This is why I love what I do. Because let me tell you something. I I created my podcast to allow people to be able to tell their story. When you go to my website, it says... um, uh, getting to know the biz- the story behind the business owners, the, the artists, the survivors, and you are a survivor. Mm. You know, um, I am a survivor. You know, and when you have two survivors on one show, mm. honey, it's like being in church. Do you hear right. I me? Mean? It's like being in church. So let me tell you something. These are these are not tears of sadness. This is tears of joy because what y'all don't understand. God is doing His thing right now in this world. Right. and when He starts to move, and when He do things, you just have to let it flow.
2: Yeah,
1: you can't be that's ashamed. A, I know we, I know we're approaching that one hour, but we might have to do a part two. Oh no, oh no, Look. no, no, baby, ain't nobody. I said one hour because that's oh. what I normally do, but yeah. babe, we can go on because right, but I'm okay. just saying
2: like you know we could do a part two like I enjoyed doing this and I feel like it, it was therapeutic for me and we could do it again any any, any other time that you want to do this I really appreciate you and I really like this and I feel that you are good at what you do I like I said you was very professional you handled things well you called me you know I'm like look I don't know how to I read all that stuff I was like that's too many words you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying so I'm like you gotta just call me on the phone tell me how to get on this thing but you did and I just appreciate that and i really really enjoyed this it was really really therapeutic for me i hope that whoever's watching sees a different side of me and know that i do like to laugh i do like the joke i do like i do like to dress up but i am also human and i go through things and i love god and i just and i love people i love people for real
1: well you know what we're not done
2: because okay. it ain't
1: gonna be a part two we're gonna wrap this thing up all in one because okay. whenever they start watching you i want them to continue to stay tapped in and know right. exactly from head to toe who you are. Now let's talk about this. A lot of people assume that you're, you know, gay. Mm-hmm. So how do you want to address that? Um, I am you, gay. Okay, no, <laughs> so th- th- the I'm,
2: thing I'm is- straight, I'm full-blown gay, straight sissy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm
1: gay, <laughs> full-blown. I like me. <laughs> oh goodness so when you when you talk about that what kind of what kind of guys are you into
2: i want me a, a southern man what a smooth <laughs> talk and that growl when he talk i want a smooth walk and that growl when he talk a man that's that hard work and love his mama and he go to church that's what Look, i want okay to west man. love the second right i want a southern man like the one west and... And Miss Cece uh described in that song, okay? <laughs> that's what I want a stutter man. That's that that's my type, you know.
0: Okay. That's kind of older
2: than me and you know, from the south.
1: Yeah, y'all know we needed a laugh after all them tears, right? <laughs> so when we talk about okay, how do you feel about yourself as a person? When you look yourself in the mirror, are you proud about who you are? Um I am
2: to the point that I'm getting, I'm getting happy and and loving myself more. I would, I used to look in the mirror and be like, "Damn, what the hell, I look a mess." But now i I've, I've grown into my, um, myself. And I'm like, you know what, well, you a be, bi- you a pretty bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I call myself a bitch. Like, you are that bitch. You that girl. Like, you look good. You know, and I really feel good about myself right now. Now I can. I can get to a point where I can lose some weight. Like I would never, you know, just <laughs> want to be fat. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, but I you're don't think juicy. anybody ever does. But I you juicy.
2: Comfortable. I'm comfortable the way I am, and I just pray that you know I could keep this level of confidence that I have right now because I'm happy.
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, have you ever uh, faced a situation where we talked about the sexually assaulted youth? You took that one. Um, so have you ever faced a situation where you were physically abused?
2: No, I've never been physically abused.
1: How I'm, about homeless?
2: I've never been homeless.
1: Thank God for that. Thank and God. How, how about have you ever tried any drugs?
2: Never tried a drug. I've That's never, true. ever tried a drug. And a lot of people like to come on here because sometimes, you know, social media, you could just say whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. And somebody has accused me one time before of being on cocaine. I ain't never did cocaine. You know what I'm saying? And How do you say cocaine? Like you're court court, cane. like, like you courting the cane? Cocaine, <laughs> her C O R C A I N E. I ain't never put nothing up my nose. I ain't never smoked no cigarette. I ain't never smoked no marijuana. I ain't never smoked no cigar. I ain't never did that stuff. So I've never done a drug. I have a natural high where I can laugh and get high. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So. I like that. So how have you overcame a lot of the situations? Um, we know, we know you're God fearing, but outside of, you know, just praying and giving God, you know, your heart and soul, what's some other coping ways that you use to get through a lot of your pain?
2: Um, I like listening to music. I like um, singing. Like I love gospel music and I like um, that helps me get through a lot of situations. Just listen to, Jaqueline Carr, Tasha Cobbs, listen to them, help me through a lot and being alone. Like a lot of people say, you shouldn't be alone. You try to stay busy to keep your mind off things. But me, I'm a Taurus. So I like to be alone when I'm going through things because I don't want nobody around me. Like I shut down when I go through things and I I overcome it by simply just being by myself and just, I, I what you what you call self-motivate myself. And, mm-hmm. and tell myself and encourage myself, like, you can get through it, Gabe, you can do it, Gabe. I have several people in my head that I talk to and say, get through it, you can do it, you can do it. You know what I'm
0: saying? Right.
2: Because I feel like, can't nobody else do it but me and God, you know what I'm saying? I can go to my grandmother, I can go to my mom, I can go to my cousins or my friends, but nobody can do it except God and me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I get in my room, I pray to God, I you know confess my sins and I tell them, you know, forgive me for whatever I've done. And allow me to overcome situations. And that's how I get through
1: it being with me and God. Me and God. So, what kind of advice would you like to give to someone that's kind of dealing with things that you've dealt with in the past? What kind of advice okay. would you give them?
2: I would tell them never give up and keep pushing. You know, at, at, you know, you get to the point where you almost feel like you're about to lose it. You know what I'm saying? Like, God, I can't take no more. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you get to that point where you get broken down all the way down. And I've been to that point. I'm just like, God, what else is going to happen? Because when I was going through my court, you know, my, my uh, situation, I literally was to the point where I felt like I could not take no more. And then I get hit with something else. Mm-hmm. I get a, a, something brought up against me, against somebody that I truly love. One of my, you know, somebody that I, that I talk to every day, somebody that I love, they came and they put something else on me. And I and I got to the point where I was like, you know what, I give up. I said, I can't believe that, I'm, that I, I can't take no
0: more.
2: Mm-hmm. And I had drove my car down there to the river. And I was at the edge of that water. And I said, I'm about to go in. I'm about to hit the gas and I'm going in.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I didn't. I was listening to, um put more on me than I can bear. Like I was listening mm-hmm. to that song. And I Don't said, make me say that. I, I said, what the hell are you thinking? I saw, I said, you had to let the devil, you have let the enemy get Wait. to you. And mm-hmm. I said, put, I said, what are you thinking? Like I had really had to wake myself up from whatever I was going through. I said, what are you thinking? and i told myself this ain't you you can overcome whatever that you're going through and i put my car in reverse and i went the fuck home And i laid down (laughs) i was crying and i laid down and went to sleep but i tell i would tell people the same advice that i gave myself you can overcome it i promise you you're going to get to that point where you feel like you can't take no more but you can yes and you're gonna get through it you know that's what that's the advice that i'm going that i tell people and it's probably the same redundant thing that people tell you all the time but it's the truth yeah you, get over it.
1: you know what i don't know why when we're going through things at that time it could be so breathtaking it could be so overwhelming to where you can't see no way out right but if we just breathe amen If we just breathe and really that let go and let God really sound like it's hard to do. But breathing but you, is a form of letting go. When you inhale, you have accepted your situation. And when you exhale, you have accepted the fact that now it is out of your it, out of your body into God's hand that it's time to just move forward. We've right. let it out, gone on by your business. And the next step is just like when you go to a AA meeting. After you accept your situation, the first step is uh, working towards. I don't know what the AA steps is, but I know they said the first step is accepting it. But my right.
2: second step, I, <laughs> yeah.
1: my second step is trying to pick my feet up to make. That second step. That's right. the hardest part. Once I'm standing still and I'm in my situation, the hardest part is moving forward. Where do I go? How do I go? When do I go? You know, and so sometimes we have to know ourselves well enough to know that we are more powerful, right? Because of the God that's in us than right. our situation. So, man, this is hey, they might be showing this podcast in church one day. Uh, have you ever had a situation where you mishandled your emotions and unintentionally hurt someone you loved
2: no i never did
1: that okay so Uh, you intentionally hurt someone absolutely because I (laughs) let me tell
2: you something if you intentionally hurt me i'm gonna intentionally hurt you because i don't go around you know, I am saying I don't go around trying to hurt people. You know what I'm saying? Because I went through that. I've been to the point where people just intentionally hurt me for no damn reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you're going to put your energy and your time into hurting me, I'm damn sure going to return it right back to your ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to return it back to, to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm what you call match energy. Whatever you give me, exactly what I'm going to give you. What's because your saying, game? I'm a Taurus. Oh, that's
1: right. That's right. We did say that. Cause yeah, I'm a so Gemini. I'm
2: that, I'm that type of person where I don't start nothing. I just simply, you know, what I'm saying, give you what you give me. You get what I'm saying. And I um, I'm gonna be an open-minded thing. I I go and I, I, I give people respect. That's cause I like I like to receive respect. And I and I, and let me tell you something. I may not can fight for real. I may not can beat nobody's ass. But I can talk some motherfucking shit. That's what I know. I can do. talk shit you know what i'm saying yeah if i can't physically hurt you i'm going to hurt you with my words i want you to feel that same hurt that i feel and i don't like doing that because i feel like that that kind of blocks my blessings when somebody does evil upon you and you do evil back that kind of blocks your blessings. so that's what i'm working on now it's not it's not returning that same energy i want to be at a point where i can walk away and i ask god to do do that for me every day i say god deliver me from that combative you know emotion that i have with with things that are sent to try to hurt me like deliver me from that but at this present moment i'm that type of person like you hurt me i'm gonna hurt your ass back you know what i'm saying but <laughs> yeah. i i'm gonna i'm overcoming it i do feel like i'm a lot less than a lot of you know what i'm saying a lot laid back than what i used to be because i used to go oh you know what i'm saying yeah but now i'm i i'm more like you know let let it
0: go
1: Well, we know the good side of Gabe. Tell us a little bit about, you know, and then you already, you know, gave us a little tea about how you are when you, when you're upset. But is, is it like you see red and you just go for the kill?
2: Yes, I do. (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like that about me. Like I, I, I'm that type of person, like. I don't hurt people, so I don't like people to hurt me. You know what I'm saying? I'm that type of person. Like somebody that called me and said, you take it low, I'm taking it to hell. I'm taking it to below sea level. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You go low for me, I'm there's nothing off limits. Because I feel like if you want to say that to me, you know, like, and I'm not going to be that type of person where, you know, I do feel like there is, like I said, there's nothing off limits, but to me, there is a certain limit that I won't go to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I would never be, so hurt to, enough to where I stoop to race, you know what I'm saying? Or oh, I stick to health, you know what I'm saying? Because there are two things that I feel like will come back on you no matter what you do or whatever you say. So the tongue can be very, very powerful. So mm-hmm. I don't like to stick, I don't like going racism way or health way. Like, you know, by health, what I mean is like, oh, you bald-headed cancer, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't do that because that cannot. I can say that to you. And if, I might not ind- directly mm-hmm. get cancer, but someone that I love may end up getting cancer. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Someone that I that I really, really have love and true you know, feelings for, it might come back on them just because something that I did and they didn't deserve that, but it's something that I did. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I don't like, I don't like getting to that point. I don't like arguing with people and I don't, Like I'm getting to a point now where I block people, I don't respond. Like used to, I would, you know what I'm saying? But it ain't worth it to me.
1: Right, you know, and I want to make it clear that it's not that I'm laughing uh, because he get that way, y'all. It's because I can relate. I'm a Gemini, I'm I'm not a Taurus, but I'm a Gemini and I know once I go red, it ain't no going back. You get what I'm saying? Like I I stay away from people to keep from having to go to that twin you get what i'm saying right and people don't understand it's not that i'm weak or i can't i can't you know respond the way you want me to respond that i refuse to because it's going to be deeper than what you think it is i shut down because it's going to be a safe zone for you i'm saving you so yeah I do believe in astrology. You know,
2: what I'm saying I do believe in signs, and I some of my best friends are Gemini's, and Gemini's are often misunderstood. They are very good, genuine people, and they do they do come up. They what well, they do all they're all a little delusional, and they come up with stuff, and they feel like everybody's against them, and everybody's out to get them. <laughs> but you got to understand a Gemini, and I feel like Taurus are most understanding. People and you got to understand how to cope and how to befriend a Gemini because you have to just you got to understand in your mind. Geminis go through things; they go, they have their moments, mm-hmm. but you have to love them through it and encourage them. Because I have Gemini friends, and I'm not—I I be like, "No, girl, I know you fucking lying. Like, what the fuck you think <laughs> this You know what I'm saying? Like, do you really believe what the fuck you say? And they really do. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no way, but it's the truth. You got to understand. You got to you got to love them through it all. Because Gemini's are—they're really good people. They love you. They will—they will give you their last. Please,
0: Gemini's say.
2: are the most. They're really loving people. They just have a damn chemical imbalance, I think. But <laughs> because they are flip, you know. We're bipolar. I mean? We're bipolar, and it is what it is. They, you know. they flip, honey. day they, they are one hundred percent. But tomorrow you might take it. So, oh baby, they'll take it to her. I'm like, girl, you—you you got to be lying to me.
1: So, tell us a little bit about some of your closest friends because we see them on social media. Right. Let's talk about I have, who, what's I considered have really,
2: really good friends. I have yeah. really, really friend, friends that I don't even look at as friends. I look at as sisters. You know what I'm saying? Like um, Jolie, she's one of my true friends. Um, Shakana is one of my really, really good friends. Kayla Nicole is one of my, and, and uh, Shakana and Kayla are Geminis, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and then I have a really, really good friend named Alexis Johnson. And I am I love the fact that I can have friends that we don't have to talk every day. We right. don't have to, you know, be with each other every day. But guess what? When we do and we are around each other, it's like we never even miss a beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm that type of friend. As a Taurus, I do like to be alone a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so glad that my friends understand that about me. Like if they don't hear from me in a week, they know like, okay, that's normal. He just, you know, he just ain't talking about it right now. Right. And I love that about me. I have really, really good friends. I have amazing friends. Some of them that are not even on social media, you know what I'm saying? But then you got people like Jolie who that I've met, who's a really, really good friend of mine. Um, And I seen what she was going through She was there for me when I was going through things, and we were able to piggyback off each other and say, you know, we're not going to let these things overcome us. Let's come together and become a, a, a one. You know what I'm saying? Let's become together and do something that people don't do. And we have, and it's been amazing ever since, you know, and I appreciate her. And I just pray that God continues to not only bless us with success, but he does not allow the enemy to come destroy what we are building you know what i'm saying because we're still in the Amen. building stage right now and the enemy does not like seeing people uh loving each other and happy and building so the mm-hmm. enemy would send things to try to destroy that and every day i pray i pray for her because you got to pray for your friends you know what i'm saying right. and i pray for myself and i say god please keep us to the point that we are still strong-minded and we don't let anything distract us and true, because there's a lot of things that are, that are sent to, to try to uh, distance us you know what i'm saying like a person might come with a comment like oh you're you're doing this and you're stopping her from this and you're making you're doing more than her and she's doing more than you and i know for me at, when i look at it and when i read it it doesn't bother me you know what i'm saying and right. i just i have to often pray for her and be like god i just pray it don't bother her you know what i'm saying because you know, I, I can't control her feelings or her emotions, but I, I know I can control mine and I don't allow things to overtake me. And I just pray that he doesn't it doesn't allow it you to know, overtake her as well. And so that's what I I got. You know, I pray for my friends. I love them. They know that anything that they can that I, if I can help them any way that I will, all my friends that I have, I've been friends with them for years. You know, what I'm saying? I don't fall out with people. And when people fall out with me, you know, I'm the type of person that I just move on. You right. won't even know that we fell out. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that type of person we fall out and I'm gonna go and spread your business or know what the is going on, I move on. Other people don't, but me, when it comes to me, just know that I'm gonna move on and you don't have to worry about that for me. I just know that sometimes situations, you know- There's Jolie. Jolie. But I go, hey Jolie, yes. That's why I wanna answer the problem. <laughs> Cause we've actually been on here you know, quite longer than what I expected, but I, I I'm enjoying it so
1: oh okay. Well we almost no. wrapping it up. I'm sorry, no, Okay, no, so good. Good. <laughs> hey, thank you. Um uh, hopefully we'll have you on the show one day soon too. Yeah. So uh tell us are you more spiritual or religious?
2: Um I'm both. I am both. Like I grew up okay, so my Hispanic family when I when I was growing up, you know Back younger, I I was you know going to Catholic church, and I was Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. Like I was Catholic, and I was like, this ain't me. This is not how I want to worship God. You know what I'm saying? So then I moved on to Pentecostal church, and I was like, this is me, but it ain't. It's just it's missing some. Then I went to a Baptist church. Mount everybody back church and they just brought that out of me you know what i'm saying like they just yeah that's the type of worship that i like that baptist worshiping is what i love because we're singing and we're talking and we're we're feeling it you know what i'm saying i like that bapt. i'm a am a baptist and i just like oh yes you know that's that's my type of worshiping when well, we get up and sing 20 minutes long and then okay. we get word for 10 minutes you know what i'm saying but that's we, we, we can worship through a song, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm back to and then I'm very spiritually inclined as well. Like I I have a gift of discernment and I thank God for that because I can feel things. You know what I'm saying?
1: I started I to say the- that mm-hmm. I started to say that earlier because that to be able to feel things coming to happen yeah. to you or people and their vibes, and we pick up on things a lot quicker then everybody right. else like we can we can be around a person people with that gift you could right. be around a person and not know them and you could read them
0: yes
2: yes you can and I'm not one of them scamming like right now it's so it's a big thing where everybody's readers and everybody can pick up on energy and everybody can tell you about yourself no I truly have a gift of discernment and I don't even like express. I don't, like, I'll I, I be thinking that like some of these people that get up here and be reading people. I'm like, now da, you know damn well you ain't seen no motherfucking shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I am just happy that I have that because, and it's not something I like to broadcast because sometimes it's, it's not a good feeling to feel when you feel like this person don't really like me. That's not a good feeling. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, when you can go walk in the room and just feel that energy like this person does not like me this person right. does not really want to be around me that's not a good feeling right it, it's hurtful because I can feel it you know what I'm saying I just like yeah. you know, I feel your vibe you ain't feeling it and guess what
1: it be like that y'all we do definitely have to pay a teacher to the different vibes and the different spirits we come in contact when you have a spirit of discernment you can pick up on that you can tell when you got haters you can tell when you got somebody pretending to be something that they're not and it doesn't always happen when you want it to it only happens when God allows it to happen for you so and I know Gabe is going to be back real soon he actually just tapped back in y'all
2: I it's promise good. you, I can look. Listen, I promise you, I can screenshot this moon at the top of my page and show you that this phone is all do not stir. <laughs> I don't know how the hell these calls are coming in, but this is not fair. Yeah, it, it you just so gonna sorry. have to set your settings. You good? I'm so sorry, because no, I don't like doing it. And you know that you know what you know how I feel about that. I it might be delusional, but I feel like that's the enemy. That is yeah. the enemy coming in trying to distract what we are doing, you know what I'm saying? But no, um, I am so thankful that I have the gift of discernment because I'm able to feel things and I and I know for what they are. And sometimes I know when things are about to go on or what they're about to happen. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm forever grateful for that. And I've just, you know, I learned how to deal with it.
1: So the, we we're wrapping it up, you guys. We got a few more questions. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Don't don't even sweat it. So let's talk about. All right, you know, I know you talked about you don't do drugs and you don't smoke and stuff like that. Do you drink?
2: Occasionally, like I would, like I probably drink maybe one mixed drink a month. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Now I do drink Coca Cola, <laughs> Grape Fanta, and <laughs> Strawberry Fanta, and a little bit of orange juice every morning. I got it but, but no I do not I don't drink any alcohol not like you know I like I said occasionally like maybe once a month okay. but I don't get drunk either when I start okay. when my when I start getting hot I'm like oh uh-uh, that's it like
1: I because when I start having too much I know when I have too much drink when I start sweating uh-huh yeah so are you uh do you get any type of anxiety do you deal with anxiety or anything
2: I had anxiety really really bad when I went to prison and right now i don't have any anxiety i don't have anything like you know what i'm saying i don't experience nothing that you know i don't know i don't i don't experience anxiety i don't yeah, you see your friend she said i get drunk right <laughs> oh yeah jolly yeah she she likes to drink and you yeah know what I'm saying? it ain't nothing wrong with it but me personally i it, 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 i want it, to talk it about things and it don't do nothing for me
1: right well i don't drink i don't drink neither i get sick so i can understand that and then plus when you grow up with a family of alcoholics like <coughs> my dad's side they drink for breakfast i don't know how yes.
2: they
1: do it i don't know how to do it so would you consider yourself a more hardcore person or a sensitive
2: i think i'm sensitive mm-hmm. i honestly feel like i'm a i could be both though i could be hardcore now I am very sensitive. I have a heart. I hate seeing things or people mistreated. You know what I'm saying? I have, I'm have. i very sensitive. Like I feel I can watch a TV show that's fake and can be like, oh my god, I, and I just want to text that person or, or DM that person that's uh, acting on that show and be like, oh, I'm so sorry that you went through that. And I got to remember, oh, that's just a movie. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? But like, I'm, I'm very sensitive.
1: And I also am hardcore, too, now listen i'm so sensitive to i'm hardcore too when it comes to the streets like be right. like and i try to stay in my lane because i know i listen i don't want to go to jail and i don't want to
2: and i'm not that too now i don't want to fight nobody but i want to pay somebody to whoop your ass you know what i'm saying like i'm, yeah. that person. I'm like i'm putting a hit out on you this hoe, but i uh-uh it ain't never that deep for me for real
1: yeah but i could watch a lifetime movie and start crying for real. Like my kids actually look at me and they be like, "Mama, you about to cry, ain't you?" I be like, "How you know? <laughs> How you know?" Right.
2: So, what's your favorite place to visit? Um, my very my favorite place to visit um, would have to be just going down to Florida and seeing my grandma. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like I I definitely like just visiting my grandma, and being around her because uh, she's my great grandmother, and I know that she you know her days are numbered on Earth. I you know I do like to just be realistic you know she's very she's older and i know that my time with her on earth is not going to be forever
0: mm-hmm. and i want to
2: make sure that i spend a lot of moments with her and she's calling me every day now just like come on down here i'm like look i got to go see her you know what i'm saying
0: yeah but
2: she's the place where i go because my grandma is like really like my best friend she's one person that knows everything about me and, and i can literally call her and talk to her and we're gonna laugh we're gonna pray together and we're gonna like she's one of them like my great grandmother is like it's so it's just amazing to have her still in Mm -hmm. my life you know what i'm saying like i love my great grandmother i call her all and she just that's why i like to visit. just going down and being her and being in her presence is it helps me so that's what if if i had to go anywhere to visit like you know of course i would love to go out of town go to beaches and out the country but Right now, you know, that's where I like to go. And that's where I like to go visit.
1: I love Florida. Um, and I actually took a trip to Miami for my birthday this past year by myself. And I stayed a whole week, met strangers I didn't know that treated, bought everything. I didn't have to pay for anything. They bought everything. Wow. The whole time I was there. Yeah. So that's I was good. like, yeah, that was cool. And um, I'm actually still in contact with too. But the thing is, is that it's all about, you know your vibe your spirit if you're if you're a good oral person when you go somewhere you don't ever have to worry about bad things happening to you because you get what you put out I'm serious you get what you put out and just but still be cautious but you get okay. what you put out so I'm gonna throw some words out there this is a crazy part okay I'm gonna throw some words out there I'm gonna give you three words and you're gonna tell me exactly how you feel about them okay Who stamps
2: I love it. Love them. I love them. <laughs> I, I, I buy food stamps to this day. You got food stamps, there, let me know. I like food stamps. I do. I'd rather, I rather. I want food stamps bad. I love food stamps.
1: Listen, okay. And we kind already touched bases on this, but money.
2: Oh, I love money. Uh, Yeah, I love money. love uh, money, 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 money. Uh, money. When people say money can't buy you happiness, they sure the fuck can. Money can buy you happiness. Yes, it can.
1: Okay, and the last word is sex.
2: Oh, <laughs> let me tell you something. I am a freak. I ain't gonna lie. I I act timid and shy, but um, let me tell you something. I am a freak for real. <laughs> and I don't know how. I don't know how PG thirteen. You want to keep this? No, we good. I eat ass. I suck dick and I get fucked and I love every last one of them and I don't care who don't like it I'm very open about sexuality and sex because I like to have sex I was at a point where I used to couldn't take dick but Mm. I love it now I have this new lube that I love baby I feel like down there I can take a damn light pole up my ass the way it helps you know what I'm saying (laughs) I love it and I'm good at it
1: so Jolie said you love threesomes and she knows <laughs> she knows so when you, say, when you love threesomes is it with two guys or is it with oh the girl she didn't say that did
0: she
1: huh what'd she say hold on Who I you talking didn't about?
2: say threesome because I ain't never had no threesome she said three <laughs> you you it was threes hold on let me hold on oh no I ain't never had no threesome because I feel like if I'm in a threesome and somebody doing a better than me it's time to fight I, I just seen three three X's. Hold on. Okay. Well, I don't know what she- He definitely loves some.
1: I, it, oh, they look like.
0: What is that? What did they think? What did think? I
2: thought it was. <laughs>
1: I thought it was a little saying
2: threesome. I'll do threesome. <laughs> if I do a threesome, it's going to be a two-on-one. It's going to be a train. That's the only three we're going to get in there. Ooh, I'm sorry, Jolie.
1: I got it wrong. Listen, <laughs> all that I seen was number three, but she's good. She spelled six backwards, y'all. Yeah. So, all right. Correction made. Correction made. Forgive me. So okay. um, we got the three words out the way. Now, are you active in your community? What you mean? Like, are you?
2: <laughs> what you mean Are by you... that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I have sex actively. I just had sex last night. I'm very actively. Yeah. Can we start talking about that? Because see, I ain't had none in in a while. oh girl, and,
0: you got to
1: Yeah, it, it's. I had me a player. good old.
2: I had me a good one last night. I had a football player.
1: Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I, he... I, I I haven't even had a football, let alone a player. You
0: know what I'm saying? He's
2: a college pro athlete, baby. He, he, he played for the extinct. He played for the uh the one, you know, the incomparable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he he made me feel like I was on the uh he made me feel like I was at a touchdown and I and he had scored big <laughs> And when he kicked that field goal, you know what? And he and after he kicked the field goal, he went for a three-point conversion. You know what I'm saying? He took me there. I loved every minute. I love him to death. He already know. Yeah, he was amazing.
1: Listen, they said Jolie should have been up out here, but I told you you could have gave her the link so she could tap in. (laughs) If I didn't understand it, I know damn well
2: she ain't gonna understand it. So I would have to just show her how to do it. But maybe we can come back again one day. It's us. You know what I'm saying
1: yeah well we definitely have to do that because this right. right here this a, this a whole now we definitely got to do part two now yes we gotta do lord part. lord have mercy so we're gonna wrap you, this should y'all. Get, you should definitely get one of her own and then us
2: together okay, that'll okay. there'll be three shows yeah
1: okay all right that'll be amazing so last question you know um which one of your friends inspire you the most oh Which one of
2: my friends inspire me the most? You know, all my friends inspire me some form or fashion. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They might inspire me not to do something. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or to do something. You know, like, you gotta always, you know, every one of my friends are different in their own way. Mm
0: -hmm. You
2: know, so I wouldn't say one of them just inspire me to, you know, more than the rest of them. But, um, I really I love my friends equally. Like, all of my friends are like family to me you know what i'm saying so i don't have one that inspires me more than the other or one that you know are that i love more than another all my friends know that i'm one person that we can definitely you know do whatever you want to do like i'm that type of person i'm gonna roll with it all now i ain't gonna i'm not gonna um put myself where I'm gonna lose my freedom again, but we could do anything else. But we can't, uh, we can't,
1: um, can't break no law, you right? I can't,
2: can't run with law. Oh, can't
1: do that. So that was the last question. I, but the thing is, is that I wanted to go right back to the act in the community because you took me left on that one. Are you like doing anything with the kids, or giving stuff away, or kind of just using your platform to help, you know, with small businesses or anything like that?
2: Now I do help. Um, I do like to, you know, shop with small business people, and I do pay them what they're worth. I don't ever want to be able to, um, you know, get get people or do things for free. I do. Uh, I do like to pay people what they're worth because I would want people to pay me what I'm worth. Right. Now I don't fuck with kids. Now I don't. Um, I don't actively help children. You know what I'm saying? Because I do feel like we are in a different time with different with these kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These children are not the same children when I was younger. Mm-hmm. They're not the same children when my mama and them were younger. and They're not the same children when my great-grandma and them were younger. These are children of the corn, and they're <laughs> different. I'm not lying. These are different kids. I'm not playing. I have, a, I have a little cousin who was drinking Mountain Dew out the bottle at six months years old. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's how I knew kids were different these kids are not the same kids I call them children of the corn because there there is something going on man. I don't know if it's in the food that we are eating but these are not the same kids back then and these children are I'm scared of them and I don't you know what I'm saying I I see a child I'll be like hey child you know and keep it going because I ain't fucking with no child, because you don't know you know what I'm saying these kids yeah are, you you might run into a few kids that are you know smart and you know and intelligent and just good kids but then i mean 95 percent of them are bad as hell you know what i'm saying <laughs> so do you I plan don't...
1: on having now I, i'm sorry now that we talk about kids do you plan on adopting in the future no
2: no <laughs> that's too much responsibility for me like my sister just had a baby she's my niece i visit i visit her maybe two times She's she's like four months old and i visited her twice mm-hmm. and i just I like kids when they're toddlers, you know, and but when they start cussing and being mean, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, like I, I was not that type of child. Like I was one of them children that I like, you know, being nice and having fun and going around, and running around, playing mom and daddy, playing school teacher. I was already a teacher, now everybody else in my class, you know what I'm saying? They don't even do that no more. They want to play Call of Duty and go shoot up shit
0: and break niggas <laughs> out and, and rob
2: people. You know, it's different. These kids are really, really different. And I just feel like if something don't change, we're going to be doomed. Or well, we in trouble. We're in trouble. Like, I knew I was gay when I was little, right? I knew I liked the boys, and I, I was gay. I like playing with Barbie dolls. But these kids, these little young up-and-coming punks, these I call them <laughs> up-and-coming punks. They are different. Like, when nice. I was in school, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. i didn't do i didn't act like that in school i you know i am saying i was really conservative and i'm like you know i'm you know i'm oh, they, gay but i'm not i'm making everybody comfortable didn't no they, know they does now they gave oh. thugs. yeah they put, they'll put. they put on a wig in the fifth grade and, and go use the girl's bathroom no mm-hmm. not me uh-uh because at the end of the day i'm i'm Now i know i'm a man i know what mm-hmm. i got between my legs and i know what i'm you know what i'm saying it might not be big but i knew you know what i'm saying i know what i got and
1: but do you think it's the
2: system that has it's definitely, it's definitely the system the system is so fucked up right now whether between the law system and the, and the school systems like yeah. come on <laughs>
0: it's, it's
2: everything system. is so sensitive too and everything is just blown out of proportion i know i could say something right now like this is probably going to be taken out of context. oh you're gay but you can you support this out a third baby you mm-hmm. got to be real about situations right you know what i'm saying we got to just be realistic okay and stop being delusional yeah.
1: It used to be where being gay you had at least, you know, some type of respect about how you carried yourself.
2: There's levels to be yeah, gay. yeah. Level, like I said, there's a difference between a gay man and a faggot in a punk and a, a sissy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a just difference between each and one of them. I consider myself a gay sissy. You know what I'm saying? I can sit up uh, a little like, oh, okay, a little, little priest or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I ain't no faggot, I ain't no messy ass punk either. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it is a difference, like difference okay? Mm-hmm. Because we have this stereotype against us when it comes to gay people that we're just oh, we're just so dramatic and we're so gay and we're just so
1: messy. I ain't no messy ass punk and getting and listen this y'all i'm so sorry but this is getting so good yeah it's like the more we tap in the deeper the questions get All right. and the realer it gets gabe when we gonna do part two we gotta talk about we it we
2: can definitely do a part two yeah we, we can just make we, it a topic you know whatever we want to talk about yeah we can talk about I me mean, we can just talk about
1: stuff yeah, we, no, we're going to talk about random stuff. We're going to yeah, talk about okay. real life stuff, just like we're doing right now. But, y'all, I thank y'all so much for tuning in. We definitely did an hour, over an hour and a half, and I have enjoyed every last mm-hmm. bit of it. My name is DJ Pressure, y'all. Y'all can follow me on Facebook, uh, Felicia Jones, or you can do my group, Felicia's Madcap Podcast, with the NG, stands for new group. As we discussed, my old page was taken down, but we got a new group. And also you can follow me on YouTube, Felicia's Madcap Podcast. Everything is Felicia's Madcap Podcast or DJ Pressure Black and Gold. Gabe, it has been an honor. Thank you. I ended in a prayer.
2: Yes. I, I just I mean, I just like to just pray. I, if that's okay with you.
1: That's perfectly fine with me.
2: Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Father God, I just want to say thank you, Jesus, for giving us this opportunity to get up here and talk and get up here and just spread light on situations and what we've been through and how we've overcome it. I just want to thank you, Jesus, for being there through us, being there for us throughout whatever we have gone through that may have been sent to try to destroy us, but we've overcome it. And it's only through you is that the reason why we overcome it. God, I just ask that you come into Felicia's life, God, and whatever she is going through in this present moment, God, that you deliver her and you shield and protect her with your blood, Jesus, and in your mighty name, Jesus, you give her the strength. You give her the confidence and you give her the determination and the motivation to keep going with her podcast. God, I just know that you're going to open so many doors for her in the future and her podcast is going to be seen by many people across this world. And God, I just ask that you continue to you know, bless us with whatever that we, that you are going to send our way, God, we are open to all and any blessings. We thank you for them all. God, I want to thank you in advance for what you're about to do for her and what you're about to do for me. God, I know that you have many things in line for us and we beyond our control and beyond our imagination. And right now we're, we know, we might not be prepared for the blessings that you're about to send for us and to us, But, God, I just pray that you get us ready. I want to thank you, and I want to just give you all the love, the the honor, the glory, and the praise, God, because you have done many, many things for me, and I know you've done many, many things for Miss Felicia, and you're going to continue to do great things for us. I want to thank you for even waking us up in the morning. A lot of people didn't make it this morning, God, but I know that we did. And I just, it's a true blessing to even just wake up this morning. And God, I just want to pray that we continue to wake up and see many, many more days ahead of us. And God, anybody that's not for us right now, God, I just ask that you just send them away from us, send them back to their sender, whatever. Anybody can, Conjuring up any kind of voodoo witchcraft or negative energy toward Amen. us, God, I just ask that Amen. you send it back to its center. Don't allow that to come come toward us, God. Keep us protected. Keep us in the light of you. Keep us in the guidance of you. Keep us in the 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 lead of you, God. Because if it ain't for you, God, we would not be here where we are today. God, I pray for all our enemies anybody that that does not like felicia or don't like what she's doing god i pray for them i pray that they that whatever their heart desires that you give it to them so they don't even focus on whatever she's doing or what she has going on the same for me god any of my enemies that don't like me right now for whatever reason that i Amen. don't like me, God, i just ask that you just show them any kind of remorse and forgiveness that i'm on my end let them know that i don't have any ear wheels towards them or any issues with them god and i pray for whatever that they're going through right now they just you know overcome that situation they don't try to take out whatever anger they have towards me or anybody around me god i thank you god i love you i thank appreciate you, you. and thank i'm you. just thankful for everything
0: amen. in jesus
2: name amen
1: that was a good one.
2: <laughs> thank you i really really i'm glad that we ended like this because it was really really good i enjoyed every minute of this
1: Oh, God, that is, that's, that's you. You powerful with your prayer now. I don't care uh, what I'm going to say. You. Thank
2: you.
1: I don't care what nobody say. I'm going to say that boy right there can pray. Yes,
2: <laughs> I love praying. Look, a lot of people might think it's long-winded and all oh, this is too
1: much, but I love I like praying. I really do. Oh, God. Listen, when I tell you, you touch some spots, people, people, you don't even know me like that and you praying for me like that. That means a lot to me. Do you right. hear me? That mm-hmm. means the lights, like we locked in because of mm-hmm. your prayer. When somebody can pray, that's who I want on my team. Yes, I, want, yes. I want a prayer warrior because when I tell a lot of people, y'all don't understand, I pray. Yes. I pray. That's why God able to cover me and take me so far. I don't care what club I go to. I don't care what drink I may try. I don't care what I may smoke. I'm telling you, spiritually, I'm locked in. Do you yes. hear me? And so when you get on, when you get on the line with somebody, it is, it is the spirit. When you get on the line with somebody and they can pray like that over your life and y'all ain't even spent a day together. Let me right. tell you something, baby. Can't nobody tell me nothing about you.
2: No, Can't nobody exactly. tell me
1: nothing about
2: that, you. And the feelings are mutual with you. I love you too. And I thank you for everything, for even reaching out to me. I I, I really do want to see you succeed and, and, with your podcast and whatever. I feel is. it. I feel I really it. it. I really yeah. I want everybody to get to a point where I'm at now, where I'm at peace. I am at peace. Yeah. And I pray that everybody's able to get to that moment and everybody's able to do what they want to do. Whatever you want to do in life, I pray that you're able to do it. Not, I'm talking to the viewers at this point. Whatever, you're, yeah. whatever you want to do, I just pray that you're able to do it and that you're able to find peace in whatever you, you know you're going through. And I appreciate you again. Like I said, this was good for me.
1: I wish i could squeeze you so hard right yeah. now because a lot of people will look at this and they be like oh this is so fake this is so yeah that's the enemy talking but let me tell y'all for every last one of y'all that's been on here been encouraging and stayed and watch i pray it touch y'all as much as it touched me sometimes right. y'all never know why y'all cross paths with people gabe don't even know what i've been through today no. he don't even know what i've been through today but to hear that prayer that lets me know that's god talking to me through him so
2: right. whatever y'all do y'all pay attention to yeah it's okay you gonna let it out you gonna let it out it's okay you yeah
1: i gotta let you go honey because i need this yeah. get personal
2: all right well, I, personal. I love you and that just know that you're gonna overcome whatever you're going through and just keep going and keep working and keep going and always remember that god is on your side and that you know people some people really do watch you and make it a joy in your podcast and may see things differently and may feel things. So keep doing it. Don't never give up, no matter if you get one view tonight. I don't know how many people have tuned in, but I just you know it 90, doesn't even three
1: hundred and thirty nine on here right now, but uh right.
2: well I don't even I don't even look at numbers but I just know that if we able to reach one person, that's all that matters. If we could just yes. reach one person. So, I
1: think everybody that's the first time that's joining my podcast and watching, I know a lot of them is your followers, and like I said, I thank y'all, I love y'all, I appreciate y'all just for being here and being supportive. Gay, okay? till next time, y'all make sure y'all stay tapped in with us. We love y'all. All
2: right, love you. Good night. Thank you.
0: Bye. Vice, not the big Felicia, smart Felicia, smart DJ Pressure. Alicia, Cap yeah. Alicia, DJ Pressure, DJ Pressure, everything hot. DJ pressure everything hot pressure 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 you're DJ pressure everything hot New music, I play non-stop when pressure I play exclusive I drop, when pressure I play she a shell down that be. Can get one on fire, play non-stop madcap turn up. The workplace rock madcap turn up. The workplace, Europe, 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 Europe. Shake up the place, everybody wake up, circle the black clock. Wait for the snake, eagle, agree.